Hey, what's up, guys? Um, welcome back to another ep of the Enhanced Podcast. Um, it's just going to be myself today, to be honest. I'm going to talk some shit. Tune in, tune out. I don't give a fuck, man, honestly. <laughs> um, but guys, I really want you to kind of listen in on this episode um, to just give you kind of an insight of my backstory and why I'm here today, one, doing this podcast, um, promoting the events, um, really just looking to spread some positive shit that's going to enhance your mental resiliency, that's going to help your mental health. That's really what I'm here to do, guys, um, to promote wellness and mental health because these practices that really that I'm promoting and facilitating, they have done so much for myself. So I've been doing the work for about three years now, I'd say the mental work, um, more predominantly, you know, along the lens of, uh, you know, meditation, breath work, movement, yoga, and the gym as well. Gym was in the later years. I've only been trained for about a year and a half. Um, so to kind of go into, um, the backstory, um, I've had experiences, I'd have to say, um, where I've battled addiction. I have done activities that could have got me into a lot of trouble. Um, it all started, I'd have to say, on a baseline level when I injured myself a couple years back playing basketball. So basketball was my biggest escape. You know, I would I was playing five times a week. I played at a decent level um, near New South Wales, just like step below that. I was in country New South Wales. I was a pretty good player. I, was, I started in rep. I did well. Um, but the main thing was that it was my biggest distraction point. So I was playing it five times a week. And when it was taken away from me, when I couldn't distract myself anymore, when I was stuck to, you know, a fucking couch with one leg, I couldn't even fucking shower myself properly, guys. I literally just had to use some body, like some like a bloody hand towel and wash my, wash my shit up because I, I couldn't fucking shower. Um, when I started getting just even just like a little bit of moving back, I just started going out all the time. And I was towards the end of my basketball career, I was going out a fair bit because I had realized, oh, I'm not going to the NBA right now. Um, you know, ain't like 6'10 or something like that. I ain't fucking big motherfucker quite on the other side of that. So couldn't really, you know, play at that level. Um, so I was going out, you know, um, doing party drugs, um, hanging around the wrong crowd. But yeah, once I injured myself, I started getting back, you know, really getting into the party scene. I just started surrounding myself with just objectively not the best people. Um, there was a stage that I was in where, you know, I was using substances, I'd say literally every single day. One, two substances more than others and then other substances about three, four times a week. So extremely addicted and it got to a point where I was that addicted to these substances I needed to do more to accommodate so I ended up selling I became a dealer so I was doing that I was along that lifestyle for a couple of years and like I said you're surrounded with these group of people that are into basically um, illicit criminal activity and I got associated with that um it got to a point where, you know, we were breaking into things, breaking into cars, houses, stealing. And I was in this life, guys. I was, like, dead ass, like, pretty much you could say, like, one of those wannabe fucking criminals. Because all of us, we were all traumatized children looking for escapes, looking for 
this dopamine hit that was equivalent to our childhood trauma. Um, so really, that's what I was seeking out. Um, I'll tell you guys like the biggest like kind of fucking pivotal moment for me. This was like when I was like, fuck, I need to change. Um, I was, we were, was me and a group of people, we were going basically um, moving around taking some things that we weren't meant to take and we broke into this, um, well, I don't want to be too specific unless it fucks me up, <laughs> but um, we broke into something, we stole everything that was in this compartment and when we had went back to a location to scour through everything that we had stole, we had realised that we had stolen a pretty much everything from this homeless man. So this person had nothing already had nothing and then times 10 and that was a big moment for me where there was just so much so much guilt and so much shame like I'd done something wrong and that I was a bad person plus the addiction I was on drugs when I had also stolen all this stuff so it gave me this kind of mental shift where I was like fuck one I need to cut these people off two I need to make a change I need to do something about it so you know, I'd attended this mindfulness course um, with my mother and, excuse me, and it didn't really land for me. I was still addicted to substances and I was showing up to the events, um, you know, under the influence of them. Wasn't doing anything, but it was kind of my first little sneak peek. And then just again, had more experiences with, um, you know, substances to the point that I was you know really just honestly guys at the verge of killing myself I was very I was very at that point I was extremely depressed I was had massive anxiety I it got to a point with the drug addiction that I couldn't formulate in one sentence around people without literally choking and fumbling my words and not even being to not even being able to articulate myself that's literally how bad it got um so I was like fuck okay I need to change so I, I really you know I was so blessed that I had a mother that was on this path already that was, you know, she was just a couple years into teaching yoga, reading all about self-improvement. Um, a big pivotal moment for me, I did this, you could say, in a clinical... Um, so firstly, guys, I started, you know, meditating about like three, four times a week, right? I started getting a little bit into the gym, but honestly, not really. It was just more bodyweight stuff, like just calisthenics, kind of like push-ups, sit-ups, all that sort of stuff. I was, like, trying to do a little bit. I had no knowledge at the time. Um, I was doing a little bit of breath work. I wasn't doing any yoga. I was really resistant to it because I was like, oh, this is hippie shit. This is for girls. I don't want to fucking do this stuff. So I was like, nah, fuck that. I'll just meditate. I was And I was reading a little bit. And I was doing this for about three, four times a week. And then I shunted that entire group out. And I deleted social media as well. I got off social media because I was in this big comparison game, comparing myself to all these people other dudes are looking way better, that were fit, that were strong, that were educated and smart and I wasn't on that level so it made me feel way more shame and guilt so I just dissipated it and deleted social media. Um, so there was, you know, the day came, um, like I said, like so three, four days, three, four times a week meditating, kind of getting there, starting, you know, I was starting and then this day hit where you could say from a clinical sense um, I had been given access to um, psilocybin. Now, psilocybin um, in the, you could say, the modern context, what people associate it with is magic mushrooms. 
Um, it was me and my brother. We did it in like a very safe space. Um, we were kind of like we we're in nature. We we're at this park and we we're sitting there and um, we'd done it and we were just like really observing. You know, the effects started to really kick in and I was just seeing environment and nature as it was and I started to just feel fucking, woo, gratitude for this. Like, wow, it's fucking beautiful. It looks so vivid. Um, and that was amazing in itself. And then, you know, I started to have a bit of introspection, I would have to say, as well. And the biggest introspection I had was like, I was like, fuck, you know what? Everything that's been preached to me by my mother or how my mother's been embodying and living life, she's right about all of it. To be grateful, to inquire, to look within, not just seek external shit for validation, to not pretend and to be someone you're not. Because look, me being criminal, addiction, all that sort of stuff, depressed, it wasn't who I innately was at my core, I was told to be that way. And this is like, I learned this from um, when I went to Gary V. I already knew this. I've already done all this work, but I like how Gary V kind of um, summarized it. He's like, cause he got up in the crowd and he's like, put up your hand if you don't love yourself. And 90% of people put, put up their hand and they're like you. And he put, sat down, he's like, hey, you, you actually don't believe that. You were told to believe that. Zero to five, we interpret everything. We soak everything in like fucking sponge guys. So the idea to, one, extinct, seek external validation, to suppress, to hide, um, to go out and do something that's so wrong because it gives you this dopamine, this adrenaline rush. I was told through the actions of my parents, I'd have to say my father, massively, to do those things. So what? And going back to like the full circle of like um, psilocybin, I kind of had that introspection. I was like, hmm, there's more to this. It's not, there's more to life than just external validation and looking outside of yourself. There's more to life than being addicted and, and relying on this. And just in complete essence that my mum, she was honestly correct about everything. A lot of things that she would kind of dime drop and plant the seed of certain ideas and concepts the biggest one being gratitude and loving yourself um so from that day forward once the experience had went uh, I'd, um dissipated and went down i started meditating i meditated every single day from that day forward 20 minutes 30 minutes an hour two hours sometimes i read over 15 to 20 books so I was putting in the work. It, it gave me this, it, it, it's like it reignited this fire that had been lost. And I really started the um, self-improvement um, journey. And then later in the year, about no, uh, October, I started practicing yoga and started going to classes. And um, shout out Murray. He'll be on our podcast soon, guys. Awesome, awesome human being. And this guy was massive for me as well. Um, just really um, stepping into discomfort, doing things that you don't want to do and finding a sense of solace and acceptance in those things. And he taught it to me through a yoga class because we're in like this 35 degree room, hot as hell, doing all this advanced weird ass poses, poses that make you judge yourself, poses that <laughs> made you sweat balls your entire mat. It felt like you just went for a swim and you were just laying in it. <laughs> That's how it fucking felt, guys. And it set the precedent for me to step into my masculinity. And on a on a deeper level, 
That is the benefit of ice bars. If you are listening to this right now and you have lack of mental resiliency, you are depressed, you have anxiety. If you build your mental resiliency, you will not feel anxious, depressed. I hope that sinks in. And this is what ice bars facilitate, guys. They facilitate the space for you to enhance your mental resiliency. Same as meditation, same as breath work, same as conscious movement. And that's why I do what I do. So if you desire this result, this outcome, to be void of of anxiety, depression, to have enhanced mental resiliency, that is why I facilitate my events for people like you because it's done wonders for me. So yeah, just kind of going into the backstory of like where I was, how I've transitioned through and where I am now and how those things have helped me because it's helped me from a really, 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 really dark place, as I mentioned, because the experiences that I'd went through in those periods from I'd say like that 19 to 21 age or 22 age, it was filled with a lot of shame and shame on the emotional scale means that I am not a good person. That's what it means. And innately, I created that life and I did those things because I thought I wasn't a good person. And I was told that I wasn't a good person from zero to five, zero to seven. If um, that doesn't land in terms of zero, five, zero, seven, how it makes that impact. Um, so many great people talking to this. Gabor Mate. Um, Andrew Huberman, a lot of spiritual teachers, Joe Dispenza. Um, there's amazing people out there that have the resources. But um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed the you know the quick clip. Enjoy your day. I'll see you on the next up.